Welcome to Shades of Agriculture with Damian Turner. Today I have a special guest, Miss Monique Compton. Monique and I go way back like faux flats on the Cadillac. Um, we have some history. The fact of the matter is she's been my awards and buckles plug from Bob Berg Buckles and Designs. And she's a horsewoman with a lot of skills and does a lot of different things in the horse community and the horse field. She has a lot of different things she's doing nowadays as far as with helping youth and adults with horse training, horse different events, things like that. And um, just kind of horse therapy type things. You know, there's a lot of things I can talk about Miss Monique. And the reason why I wanted to have her on today is because uh, she has a unique story. Um, her story is something that I definitely would like for y'all to hear. It's a special story. Um, me and her, like I said, really good friends. And I think that hearing her, hearing her story and hearing her background is, is something that you all enjoy. And um, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and go into it with Miss Monique. Um, start with the first question. So I got shown in Miss Monique for a certain reason. Like I said, I think your background is something that is pretty awesome and amazing. Um, besides the fact that we're friends that um, go way back, like I said, I think that you have a lot of things you need to share with people that people need to hear about. So first question. So give me a little bit about your background and what got you started in the horse industry. So I grew up around horses and it was always a passion. And then I joined 4-H and went, out, went on to FFA. Um, I had dreams and desires to be a horse trainer, to, you know, have my own program and do things the way that I kind of envisioned. And so that's kind of where I got started with it. Okay. Is there any specific thing that got you started? What, what sparked your passion for horses in, in, in first place? My aunt was a jumper at Texas A&M, and so she would put me on her horse when I was real little, and they were just kind of around. We moved to a house in Navasota, and my stepdad's cousin had her horses out there, so it was just them being around. I just loved animals anyways, and uh, me being the only child and you know just looking for something to do I was just always drawn to the horses and it was just uh, very therapeutic for me it was a, a deep bond it was just there was a lot of passion to it okay that's cool so um, you said you have a you've done a, your your aunt was a jumper you said yeah jumper okay so is that what you do what what events or what's your specialty or if you have any or do you just kind of like all around cowgirl so i did start with english and jumping when i was little and that turned into barrel racing um in 4-h you had to do all of the events to go for all, the all-around buckles so i was i wanted to be good with my horse period and I wanted to be able to at least attempt everything. So uh, me and my horse tried all the events. I studied training videos. I was just that deep into it that I wanted to be as well-rounded as I could be. Um, that is transferred into, um, in the past few years, I've done sorting, I've done barrels, I've done a little bit of cutting and ranch classes and that's where I kind of feel comfortable and that's what I really enjoy is the western sort of feel gotcha 
Okay, so with that being said, so give me some of your accomplishments. I know you, since I've known you, won a couple buckles, right? And you've trained a couple horses that people ride that won some buckles. So that's an accomplishment yeah. there. So give me some of your accomplishments that you've um, you've had in the past, maybe just three or four years. Yes, sir. So I have won a couple buckles sorting. Um, I've won quite a bit of money sorting. I've won a cruise sorting. Um, I was pretty heavy in sorting for, I would say, about eight years. I was going every weekend, going to some of the major shows um, within a, with the RSNC, which is a major association. So uh, I did quite a bit there. Um, I was also winning money in barrels. And, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing for the past few years. Yeah, all right. So you just miss all around, huh? It's all around hand there, old son. Yes, I hear sir. You. I got you. I got you. So, um, so what's your favorite part of what you do? Um, I know you've definitely just explained a lot that you've accomplished. So, what are some of the favorite things that you that you do with your your horse thing, or, or I guess, lack of a better words, your your horse field? Like, what do you? What is your favorite part of that? Right now, um, my favorite thing is to help others embrace their passion with horses and help others um, bond and connect with their horse and actually enjoy that connection instead of it just being kind of a divided you know a horse is just a vehicle um, there's there's so many other parts to it and it's it's really a beautiful thing that you can grow with your horse and your horse can teach you a lot about your own life or just really help you heal internally maybe you're you know battling with mental things or whatever and so horses are just very therapeutic um and and they're just a great thing to bond with and and grow with and that's really my passion right now is just to help other people with that okay so when you say other people you mean is it just youth or adults or both um it's it's both I've been able to connect with adults. It kind of has been a vehicle for adults of being able to talk out thing issues that they've been dealing with um, and kind of release all of the baggage that they've kind of been hanging on with. Um, and then as far as kids, it's been kind of teenagers helping guide them into their passion and guide them into um, learning about the horse world, learning about all the ins and outs. And there's so many kids that have so much talent that's just kind of sitting there. Maybe their parents can't afford it or their parents aren't knowledgeable. And I really enjoy being able to give them that opportunity um, to at least try it and at least experience it and I've been able to see kids move on and and go and accomplish big things gotcha so I mean that takes definitely a lot of patience to do that so um, where, where does your patience come from <laughs> well that's grown over the years uh, I'll definitely say that I have not always been the most patient person um, but it's just grown over the years from understanding 
that I needed grace and I needed somebody, you know, to kind of give me a second chance. And so I just extend that to them. And as long as I see progression and as long as I see the effort being put in, that kind of gives me the drive to be patient with them. Um, I also understand healing, you know, things internally and growing some, some grow faster than others. Some are willing to open up more than others. So I don't know. I think it's just the enjoyment of knowing how tight or how willing they are to do whatever it takes to grow in this. Right. Okay. So do you have like a, um, a training regiment or do you have a, so, so as far as you talk about these kids, so is there like a, 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 like a business? Like, so what do you do as far as when you train the kids or you get these kids to come out and do they train the horses for you? Do they are assigned horses that you have? So what, what is that about? So I give lessons where, uh, they're available for say people that only want to do once a week or just, basically want to learn ins and outs so I, I do a basic lesson program but for low income kids or kids that really, really can't afford it I also rehab horses and those horses have either been in neglectful situations or have had abusive past so I allow these kids to come out and learn about nutrition about basic care about um, just the foundational knowledge of horses and uh, my hope is that program there will kind of transfer into being able to take those kids and allow them to compete on those rehab horses that way those those horses have a chance and those kids have a chance of riding and competing where you know on their own they wouldn't have been able to have that opportunity Okay, okay, that's cool. So with all this being said, so what is, what would you say your least favorite part of what you do? I know that's kind of a question that is is kind of off the wall, especially because we're talking about positive things, but there has to be something that kind of um, kind of sticks in your crawl, as they say, as far as your least favorite part of what you do. Um, and if there's nothing, that's, that's a cool answer too, so. <laughs> I think for me, what has, really driven me to want to do this is how negative the horse world can be um it it can be ugly sometimes and I, I hope to make an impact and a difference in that um sometimes it's not as welcoming to new people to people that are just starting out to people that can't afford um you know more high dollar horses and that are just basically doing the best that they can with what they have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times go find the diamond in the rough there. Those, you know, those people that just can't, don't have the um, leverage to really be where they should be. I want to give them that opportunity because I just, I want to shift that negativity that kind of gets under my skin. I got you. I got you. That negativity. I, I can definitely understand what you're talking about as far as the 
sometimes that could be a negative outlook on the horse world because a lot of people just don't understand um, how it functions. You know, that, that lack of knowledge, lack of education blinds a lot of people and um, kind of could put a shade on the whole different, on the whole uh, concept of the horse thing. So I totally understand that. So let's move on. So <clears throat> as far as, I know this is a random question once again. So as far as being a woman, you know, in the field, I know there's a lot of women in the field, but do you feel like that affects you or that's an issue with you at all as being a woman as far as in the horse training world and the horse world at all? I feel like it absolutely does affect me. I feel like the older I get, the more I don't care um, as much, and I, I keep on pushing because I'm confident in myself and I know my, you know, what I'm able to do. Um, but definitely, when I was younger, it had an impact. You know, you're a young girl and you're just getting started, and you know, you might get criticized of seeming like you're not as strong or it, it it did feel like more of a man's world when I was younger and you have to have a little little bit more grit you have to put in a little bit more and show that you're you're willing to do whatever it takes and put that muscle into it and um, that that's been the main experience as far as the horse world Yes. being a woman so does that have would, that, would you say that was a positive effect on you or a negative effect on you um I've always been for the challenge I have always been a little more rebellious in my nature so for me it just pushed me further to do it it pushed me to you know prove that I can um I wish it hadn't have been that way, but I, I'm going to be thankful for it at the same time because I don't think that I would have known the strength that I did have had I not been tested that way. Gotcha. So you're saying it's more like a, as Bobby Boucher would say, some tackling, tackling fuel, huh? Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. I got you. So, <clears throat> so what advice would you give someone going into the horse world? Uh, male, female, young, old, you know, what is some solid advice, you know, that you would give them? before deciding to go into the horse world? I would say, uh, you know, definitely have goals in mind of what you want to do, what you, you know, want to achieve, what what you think you're looking at. It's okay to change that down the line. It's okay to, you know, kind of maneuver around that. But you want to at least have an idea of of what you're wanting out of that experience and your goals. That way you can kind of map out maybe who you would like to mentor you, um, the expenses that you're looking at, just all of the the situation that you're looking at as, as far as, you know, buying a horse, caring for it, all of those things. I think that if you just jump into it and you're going to over overwhelm yourself right. and um, <clears throat> you're going to feel defeated. So definitely find somebody that, you know, you fit good with that can mentor you and kind of walk with you through it. So as far it's as you're no talking shame about in needing some help. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. So as far as you talk about mentors, there's a specific person that was your mentor that you looked up to or, that you watched that kind of um, 
sparked your your interest or kind of helps you along the way? I would say um, definitely one person that started and set in my mind was a lady named Miss Pirtle. She bred and raised horses in Iowa, Texas, and she was just a very gritty woman, um, but she loved the kids and you know, she was willing to help us and teach us in any way that she could. And she ran her program well. Um, she, you know, everything was just rolling smooth. And I just uh, admired her a lot. I admired how she trained us, how she trained the horses. And I admired how she spoke up about things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I grasped a lot of things from, from her in that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's, that's, and what was her name again? Miss Pirtle. Charlotte Pirtle. Charlotte Pirtle. Okay. Shout out to Miss Charlotte Pirtle. Um, yes. So next question. So looking back, you know, retroflect, reflecting on how far you've come over the years and get to the point where you're at right now. Um, is there anything you would possibly done differently? I would say that I would probably believe in myself sooner um I was pretty gritty when I was younger but I I do feel like I kind of um let you know all the outside noise get into my head Mm -hmm. and kind of make me slow down and dim my light and so if I could go back and tell myself you know believe in yourself and you're you're taking all the right steps and you're gonna get there um, you're just going to have to push through. If I would have known that making positive steps also brought those attacks, I would have pushed further, faster. Gotcha. Okay. So you're saying you would have tried to believe in Monique a little bit more earlier than now? Right. So, okay. Absolutely. So going into that, you know, I'm about to press that one real good. Um, so what what shifted you or what made you reach the level of confidence or level of belief in yourself and, and, and security having yourself? What is there something that happened or you just over time with experience? So tell me about that. Um, I was, I was pretty confident as a teen <laughs> and then just some life things that happened uh, kind of took me down and I thought that maybe I was being too confident in myself. I didn't really have any outside source validating that confidence. Um, and there was a lot of battles that I felt like were against me. So I kind of felt like I was the problem mm-hmm. in that. And so with that being said, um, it, it took me getting older and actually getting my relationship with God is what brought my confidence back. It was knowing who I was in God and knowing that, you know, regardless of the past, regardless of anything, um, you know, I, he made me for a reason and he made me for a purpose. And so even though I was in that hole, when I finally decided to make that relationship with him, I chose to have faith and just keep on taking those steps forward. And if he was putting this in front of me, you know, then I must have been called for it. Right. And the confidence has just been built since. Okay. I got you. I got you. Very nice. So 
What is your most memorable moment of being in the horse world? Was it winning a buckle? Was it seeing somebody else win a buckle? Was it selling a horse? So what what was it? Give me give me that real quick. Oh gosh. Um most memorable moment. Um I don't know. I don't know that I can say a moment, but if I can say this, there's a person that I'm super proud of uh, that I, she was my first person that I gave lessons to years ago, and she knew absolutely nothing about horses, and um, she's now rocking it. She is training horses. And, you know, she has basically defeated all of her odds and just kept pushing through and living her dream. And to me, that is the most powerful thing that, you know, I've been able to watch her journey through all of that. Right. Knowing you had a had a piece in that puzzle for her uh, yes. completing that. That's yeah. cool. Well, congratulations, ma'am. Thank you. So next question. So, what are your future plans? You have, uh, you know, you got to you got to hit them in on what you got going on right now. Since, you know, another reason why I decided to do this podcast with you or have you on is because, like I said, I've known you for a, 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 some few years for now, and um, you've we was a rep for Bob Berg, and now you've made a massive change and you took a leap of faith. You took a risk, which I'm very proud of you being your buddy, being your friend. So explain that new okay. venture you're going into. Um, and it, it, just, just explain it to us and, and let us hear about it. So right now, um, my plans are I'm doing photography full time. So I am taking pictures of sale horses. I'm taking pictures of horses at shows and jackpots. Um, and, you know, family photos with their animals, things like that. I love photography. Um I love capturing those moments. So I do that. I also take courses in on consignment and uh, kind of assess horses for people. Let them know, you know, how they fit in the market or just kind of help them. Sometimes people will get in these situations where all of a sudden they have 14 horses and they are overwhelmed and they don't know, you know, what to do with them. They don't know how to sell them. They don't know anything about any of that. So I love going and helping them. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm doing, which also kind of connects with the rehab program that I've started. Um, I've started that with a trainer named Bailey, and she trains barrel horses. And her and I are um, getting horses that were headed to the kill pen or you know, that we kind of catch along the way that are neglected or abused and we're going to rehab them, put some time on them, um, get them to where they should be and give them that second chance and, and kind of get those diamonds in the rough that have been just tossed to the side. Um, I, I've found horses like that before and I know that there's a lot of good horses that get missed that way. Right. Okay. And 
So that's a big thing. Gotcha. So uh, is there anything specific that you're doing right now as far as, you know, putting on camps, training camps for kids, adults, you know, therapy, anything like that? Or you just kind of, uh, you know, taking it as it comes? Right now, I'm just kind of taking it as it comes. I have been just kind of, uh, you know, rolling into an, the people that call me and working with those people right now. Um, my hope is to have camps eventually and to have uh, regular clinics that people can come out and learn. Um, and I'm also doing videos, horse tips, and lessons like that online I know especially with COVID and everything like that the internet is a wonderful source so I'm trying to reach people that way as well okay so is there any specific things you have coming up Um, I know you come into a program for me in October um, but anything else besides that do you have coming up here soon no sir I don't have any um, camps or anything like that set I'm kind of busy with some consignment horses I have quite a few that I'm trying to get listed and sold for people and just trying to get the rehab program uh you know in in a routine and and get that going at this moment gotcha okay okay so tell us where to find you give me some social media spots um Facebook spots Instagram Twitter whatever you use where can people look you up and find you and, and get more information about you Okay, so on Facebook, my name is Monique Compton. Um, You can find me on there, and I post videos regularly, pictures uh, for my photography. It's Monique Compton Photography. It has its own page. Um, And then on Instagram, it's Monique J. Compton. So it should be easy to find. Okay. All right, so I think you have. (laughs) Sorry, I appreciate having you, ma'am. And so... Anything else you want to say to the people before we get off here and and go on about our way? I just want to say thank y'all for listening. Um, I appreciate y'all's time, and that's all. (laughs) Okay. Well, once again, folks, I definitely appreciate y'all for listening to Shades of Agriculture with Damian Turner. Um, Once again, I want to say thank you to Miss Monique Compton for taking her time out her busy schedule to come out and chat with me today um like i said uh she's doing some amazing things i've known her for a while now and um she's definitely somebody that's going to have to be reckoned with in the future as far as in the horse industry training co-signing anything you need she's the person that definitely can help you out i'm kind of sad that she uh took a leap and not my plug anymore for my awards but hey (laughs) You know, it's one of them things you can't you can't press progress and you can't get mad at progress. And she's definitely progressing and doing positive things for youth and adults in the horse industry. And once again, thank you, Miss Compton, for being on the show. And y'all take it easy and see y'all next time.